I think I either did a good thing or somebody relapsed because of me. Is this Pizzagate Part 2 going on in Cincinnati? You can go viral with a whoopee cushion. You don't have to be putting your life at risk for the sake of fame and fortune, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? Joe Pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How was your weekend? How are you doing? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. Hope you're getting all jacked up for the holidays, my friend. I hope you're in a great mood. Uh, real quick, I have a couple shows coming up this week in particular. Thursday, December 23rd, I'll be at Blackstone's Smokehouse in Flint, Michigan, with a bunch of good friends from Detroit. And then uh, Detroit, I will be there on the 26th. So that'll be Sunday. (laughs) Then I'm in Dubuque, Iowa in January with my friend Aaron Weber. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming dates and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Man, this chair is squeaky as fuck. Listen, people. I'm in Cincinnati right now. I'm in a hotel room in Cincinnati. And if you're watching the video of this, you can clearly see there's a whole goddamn kitchen behind me, complete with frying pan. There's some raisins on top of that fridge, a coffee pot. You can also see a rag. How about that? Man, you can see some of my dirty clothes in the corner. I thought I moved everything, but uh, apparently not. But I'm in Cincinnati. So, uh... In this hotel room. So I'm trying to take it easy (laughs) on the microphone. (laughs) I'm just so used to sitting in the corner of my room and doing this podcast. So this, I just feel way out of my element. I'm also trying not to disturb anybody else who might be around and maybe listening to me talk to myself in this hotel room in Cincinnati. (laughs) <laughs> I got one more show uh, at Go Bananas tonight. It's Sunday. You know how it is, people. I would, you know, I hope your Monday's good and everything, but I record these on Sunday. Unless you want to start doing it live, you want to do a live Joe Kelly psychedelic experience every Monday, maybe at 9.30. Maybe we start doing that. That could be fun. What could possibly go wrong there? Absolutely nothing. But I'm in Cincinnati. I'm in a hotel room it's like an extended stay but uh but it's not that what the fuck is it i got i don't even have the key son of a bitch everything i got my microphone screwed into a (laughs) a nightstand pulled up to the side this is just real it's just chaos but i'm at the mainstay suites and hey it's great it's been wonderful they got a stove so you know so i've been using that it's been great. It's been wonderful. <laughs> the shows have been fun, man. I've been doing shows at Go Bananas this weekend. We got one more tonight uh, with Dave Waite. And they've been a lot of fun. It's been cool, man. Cincinnati has a fun, good people, fun crowds are coming through. And uh, I haven't really done shit. It's been raining most of the time. I went for a run on Friday. And then Saturday, I went and uh, got coffee and walked around in the rain for a little bit. So it's been, you know, relatively uneventful other than doing the shows. People are always like, hey, you're out there living it up, having 
a good time checking out all these places on the weekends. And it's like, no, not really. Most of the people I know in town have been out of town because they got shows. And then it's like, it's just been rainy. So what am I supposed to fucking do? I'm not going to go watch a movie, you know? So I've just been fucking off. I uh, brought my whole computer. I brought everything. Camera. Fucking uh, my desktop, my monitor, everything. I got my keyboard, my mouse, my headphones. I have the little thing that I need to uh, make it connect to the... I have all this shit. And somehow I forgot the fucking power cord to my goddamn desktop. So that was the first fucking thing I had to do when I got to Cincinnati. Well, I guess Friday morning I did that. Got in Thursday and then uh, had to go get a goddamn power cord. I don't know how the fuck I forgot a power cord. But I somehow remembered absolutely everything. But the the... Probably one of the probably the most important piece, you know. If it ain't on, it ain't gonna work. But thank God, thank God they have like a computer store here in Cincinnati. You know, I didn't know they had that. I thought it was a bunch of hillbillies up here that don't have a lot of things. You know, they were doing construction on a Kroger, and uh, I just thought they were building a Kroger. I thought it was a brand new Kroger. Later found out they were just doing construction on a previous Kroger. But I, my immediate thought was, wow, Cincinnati's getting a Kroger. That means something. You know, they're on, <laughs> they're on the upswing of things. I assumed that they only had like Piggly Wigglies up here for some reason. But they have, you know, they got Whole Foods and all, all sorts of stuff. I don't know if they have a Whole Foods, but I imagine they do. Fine people here in Cincinnati. Shows have been fun. Some people have been drunk. The Thursday show, yeah, there weren't a ton of people at. And... uh there were just three drunk dudes who were just a fucking problem the whole time. You know, they needed the attention. They wanted to be involved. But, uh, you know, three people out of like 12 is like, you know, that's a ruckus. And already the room seats whatever, 200, and there's only 12 people in it. But, you know, Comedy, baby. See, that's what I'm saying. It's all a big illusion, people. You think it's all fun and games, you know? You're like, wow, Joe, you're out on the road. You're doing comedy. You're living it, man. You're living the dream. It's like, yeah. Yep. Walked around in the rain. Doing shows for 12 people. This is the dream, people. Do you understand? This is what it really is. <laughs> but it's been fun. I'm not, you know, it's not all the the glamorous shit that it seems like, you know, I still had to work, you know, during the day too, I still got to fucking do my regular work. So it is what it is, but it's been fun. I still love doing it. I don't want to make, get you the wrong idea that it's like, Oh, why are you putting yourself through complete misery? Well, it's actually, it's pretty fun. You know, doing the jokes is fun. Getting to hang out with people that you don't get to see that often. That's also very fun. You know, other than the Thursday show, even the Thursday show was still, it was still good despite the guys being shitty. Because at some point they kept leaving, like two would leave and then one would sit there and have nobody to talk to, but he'd still end up talking, you know, and then the two would come back and then the other guy would leave or something. But at some point they left the whole fucking, the whole show. But other than that, the Friday shows were fucking fire. That was so much fun. Oh, here's something. <laughs> You know, 
Like comedy clubs, when you're there, they'll kind of like take care of you, you know, as far as like food, drink, and all that shit goes. So uh, I still try and make sure that whoever's like working the green room or whatever, like I still tip them at the end of the weekend or if it's like they're only working one day or whatever. So, you know, you got to try and do that. They're taking care of you. They're doing a good job. Throw them a little bit of money. Plus, you you know, the club's not making you pay for anything. Not all the time. Some clubs make you pay for everything. Again, comedy is just, just a wonderful world to exist in. You go do a show somewhere and then you got to spend $6 on a bottle of water. You know, you're like, I'm doing the show. They're like, yeah, okay. $5 for you then, fuckhead. It's like, oh, golly gee, how much are you paying me? $10. Okay, so if I want another water, there goes the whole check. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But not Go Bananas. They've been great. But there was a the guy who was, like, behind the bar who, like, we talked to. We wanted something to drink or something to eat. I gave him some money, right? Come to find out, like, maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes after I give him money, he just quits. <laughs> he walks out he left he quit so i don't know if he really needed that extra 20 bucks or whatever to really change his life but i think i either did a good thing or somebody relapsed because of me one of the two <laughs> you know what i mean either he needed 20 bucks to like change his life in the in a good way or he spent you know he started smoking meth again or something like that all in you know here's that 20 i got an extra 20 oh now i'm a drug addict again either way that was fucking bizarre you know and yeah i wish i wouldn't have given him the money that's part of it too it's like he didn't even work the shift i try and do it up front you know what i mean i'll give you money now so you know the kind of guy i am you understand that way you get you know, you get better service. And also, it's just the thing to do working in the service industry. It's like fucking, you know, take care of the people, whatever. But he dipped. But he dipped the fuck out. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that guy. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. You know, I hope he's somewhere having fun. And, uh, you know, onward and upward. I just thought that was strange. It's like, here's some money. He's like, oh, I, this is all I needed. I'm gone. Fucking anyway. The shows have been fun. It's been fun getting to do longer sets, doing like 25 minutes. It's been fun. All the shit that I put on my album, I'm still like, I'm doing chunks of it, you know, because I don't have a whole new, I ain't got 20 minutes of banging stuff right now that's brand new, but I'm working on new stuff. But also the old stuff is like, fuck, man. I just haven't done long chunks of my old shit in a long time. So I'm finding like I'm tagging up the old jokes that I already have on the album. And it's like, God damn it, man. There's some shit that's just like clear as day that I don't know how I missed, you know, but fuck, almost puked in the mic. But it's been, yeah, doing the longer sets have been fun. And the Cincinnati crowds are real fun, man. They're great. They're really awesome. Everyone's real. I don't know. Chill. They laugh at shit, and, you know, no one's, it's, it's a good vibe here in Cincinnati, whatever's going on, you know. They do have a store that sells candy for two cents, I found, but I didn't really, I didn't go in there. If that's what you're advertising, is we have candy for two cents, it's like, who are you trying to get in your store, you know? 
what's really going on here? Is this Pizzagate Part 2 going on in Cincinnati? <laughs> after, I built, after I built it up, I'm like, hey, they're selling kids on the black market here in Cincinnati, too. You know? <laughs> Uh, I can't be saying that to people. <laughs> oh, I went to Nashville. Hey, <clears throat> forgot about this. I went to Nashville. I looked at Kid Rock. He was he was he popped through Zanies. So you know, there's a that's the second time I've seen that guy. Have y'all seen his new music video? He put out a song called uh, what's it called? No one, no one gonna, no one's gonna tell me how to live or something like that. It's the best music video there's been since probably I think you freaky from Diantward. To be honest, this if you have not seen, I thought everybody had seen this Kid Rock video. I don't know why more people haven't. It's the funniest fucking thing that there's ever been, you know. Just based off the name of the song, what do you think is going on in that music video, or what do you think the song is about? Ain't nobody going to tell me how to live. What do you think is going on? Do you think he's holding guns a lot? Yeah. Do you think uh, uh, lyrics are bashing liberals? Oh, yeah. And children and soft children? Oh, yeah. It's Kid Rock, baby. Rocking and rolling. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> but also, Kid Rock, like, at some point in the music video... And we tried to make sense out of this. I was hanging out with my buddy Aaron Weber because he hadn't seen it either, so I showed it to him. So we were trying to make sense out of what this really meant because the beginning of the music video is just him rocking and rolling, right? Just him rocking and rolling with his buddies in a driveway, which is what you do when you're rocking and rolling. You call some bitches up, you call your buddies up, and you go, hey, we're going to jam in the driveway a little bit. And then we're going to go to the bar and, hey, we're going to jam there too. And then we're going to stand around in various places with guns. But then at some point, Kid Rock gets on a rocket ship. But it's not just any old rocket ship. Kid Rock gets on a middle finger rocket ship and starts riding it to space. So it's just a hand flipping the bird, shooting into space, and Kid Rock is holding on to the middle finger. And for the rest of the music video, he's just flying through space on this middle finger rocket. <laughs> but I swear to God, if you had not seen this, try and make sense out of it. And the end of the music video is him, what we think is, landing the middle finger rocket on Mars. You know? So... Is he trying to say fuck you to Elon Musk? Or is he like, hey, if you're going to try and tell me how to live, I'll go to Mars. And fuck you the whole way up. But if you leave the whole planet because people are telling you how to live, I think that defeats the purpose of the whole song. The whole song is ain't nobody, nobody's going to tell me how to live, you know? And if you do, I'll leave. That's not a very strong message to stand behind, Mr. Rock. I don't know if you're listening. I've met you a couple times. I've seen you twice. I met you once. 
but what is going on with the, I support you, you know, I support your message. Listen, ain't nobody going to tell Joe how to live either. You know? (laughs) So I understand the message of the song. But what, I don't know, the rocket ship, people. Try and make some sense out of that, will you? Okay? Why did Kid Rock go to Mars on a middle finger rocket ship? After telling people that no one's going to tell them how to live. But as soon as they do, I'm leaving the planet. That's not how it works. You got to stand your ground, you know? Walking around with guns the whole time, but as soon as someone's like, hey, there's trouble. You're like, I'm going to get on my rocket ship and go to fucking (laughs) Mars. (laughs) Anyway, it's a great music video. You got to check it out, man. The best best thing that's uh, come out of... uh, the past two years, for sure, is Kid Rock's new music video. He's irritated. He's irritated, so you better watch out. And now he's buddies with Jordan Peterson, so look at those two coming together, huh? What a meeting of the minds. Maybe Kid Rock's really like an intellectual dude. Maybe he's wearing a wig or something. He just takes that off, you know? <laughs> Imagine the fucking, imagine that (laughs) Kid Rock being the brightest person that there's ever been, but he's just pretending, you know. But that was uh, Nashville. I did a show in Nashville, too, at uh, Crazy Gnome Brewery. That was a fun, that was a good show, too. Shows have been good, you know. I've been having a great time getting out and about, getting back to the yucks. But what was I getting at here? There were a couple people on the show, a couple of ladies from Baltimore, right? And uh, they seemed like nice people. I was like, hey, you know, they were pleasant and polite and all that fun stuff, you know. A couple dirty broads, but ain't nothing wrong with that. A couple dirty broads from Baltimore. But ain't nothing wrong with that, all right? But you get what I'm saying. Greasy. Punk rockin'. I don't know. (laughs) But my experience with them was pleasant. And then uh, the next day, that was Tuesday night, right? Tuesday night in Nashville. Wednesday, I get up. I stay with my buddy Aaron. I get up, and I'm planning on moving to Nashville, people. I don't know if I've made that, if I've said that on the podcast yet, but that's in the works. So I was checking out a room with a couple of people I know. And uh, we met up and had some lunch first, got a cup of coffee, whatever. And uh, the dude is asking me, he's like, oh, so did you meet the people from Baltimore? And I was like, yeah, they were they were great. They were very nice. And he's like, yeah, one just tried to punch me in the face last night. I was like, oh, okay. Because <clears throat> apparently they went, the Baltimore ladies, after the show, they went to the open mic to get another set in or whatever. And uh, I guess he made a joke that they didn't care for, or one of them did not, you know? It may, I didn't know the joke, I didn't hear the joke, but it may have been a rape joke from what I was told, and uh, she didn't take too kindly to that, so she tried to punch him in the face, which is, it's just, uh, you know, the difference between 9pm and 10.30, you know, you know what happens to, they turn into like werewolves or whatever, but between that time, it seems like maybe the worst 
I'm glad I met her at nine. I'll say that. All right. I'm glad our show was at seven thirty, eight o'clock, right? So I met her at like eight o'clock, nine, and then then I guess the the devil came out. You can't be punching people because you don't like a joke. It's an open mic. You know what I mean? It's a dirty open mic where new comics go and their whole idea of comedy is like, I'm going to talk about things that you shouldn't talk about, you know? So you can't be punching people in the face. (laughs) Or you can, I guess. I guess you absolutely can if you're a lady, huh? (laughs) He's a little guy too. I would have clocked her. You know me, people. I like punching. So if a lady comes at me for a joke, or, you know, I I swing haymakers, dude. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go Jake Paul on her ass. You know what I mean? Did y'all see that shit? Holy fuck. Jake Paul knocked the fuck out of Tyron Woodley. That's crazy. KO'd his fucking ass. I didn't see it live. I saw the the replay after the show. And motherfucker, man, he fucking... I can't believe people were saying that that knockout is fake. You know? He clearly got... Or maybe it's just trolling at this point. Because people are like, uh, Jake Paul twitched his right glove or something like that. So Tyron Woodley knew not to block the punch. You know? (laughs) He got knocked out fucking cold. People were crazy. People were so fun. They just don't want to believe it. They don't want to believe some kid from YouTube is uh, is okay at boxing, I guess. But he's knocking people out. People that don't box, necessarily, but, you know. <laughs> oh, man, that's fun. Let's wind this shit down. It's been a quick one today, people. I hope we had some fun. I feel very weird in this environment, you know what I mean? It feels a little bit uncomfortable, but uh, hopefully we had some fun with it, you know? Let's, uh, I don't know. There's a, I saw a couple videos, but animal video clip of the week and let's get you on your way, shall we? You got to be careful with your pranks out there. I know a lot of you youngsters listen to this podcast and hey, if you're going to be pranking people for the sake of a viral video, you got to be careful. All right. You might get yourself in trouble. Uh, this particular animal video clip of the week is, uh, I don't know, it's in like some Yellowstone State Park, maybe? Some shit like that? I don't even know if it's a state park. It might just be, uh, I don't know, wherever bears are. Imagine a place where there's a bear that isn't a state park. That's just like where people live and encounter bears on a semi-regular basis, okay? Uh, So this video is like, there's a, I guess, a, a woman in her car with her child and they're they're the ones filming this interaction and off to the side of the road there's a bear a real haggard looking bear you know what i mean looks real rough and apparently uh also there's a a a car in front of the lady filming with an old man now if you know anything about an old man he's gonna investigate some shit you know what i mean so this bear looks real haggard and like sickly and like almost dead or whatever so, of course, the old man's like, well, I'm going to, I got to investigate. I got to get out of here <laughs> and check out the fucking bear. I got to get out of the comfort of my fucking car, you know, to check on, check on this giant bear. But the lady is telling her child, I don't know if it's a fucking girl or a boy, you know, <laughs> you can't assume anymore. So 
I'm not going down that route. I don't need to get fucking canceled for uh, for assuming a child's gender. You know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's just what I need is to be taken off the internet. <laughs> but uh, so she's telling her child that the bear is not doing well and they might have to shoot it. All right. So now it's like, is the old man investigating or is he going to put the bear out of its misery? Right. But uh, as the old man gets closer to the bear, the bear jumps up and kind of like moves towards him a little bit. Right. And uh, he doesn't shoot the bear. The bear does not get shot. And then the bear stands up and it's just a person dressed up as a bear. You know, just some, just some little prankster out there. Fucking thinking it's going to be a fun idea to pretend to be a bear on the side of the road. But then you have good citizens who are like, well, if that bear is sick, I'm going to kill that bear. You know, fortunately, he didn't get shot in the face. If Alec Baldwin would have been on the scene, we'd probably have a different video to be watching, huh? We probably wouldn't get to watch the video. They'd probably keep it away from us. But, you know, if you're going to be pranking people dressed up like a sickly bear, you got to be careful out there, kids. All right? Stick back to, get back to the old pranks, the ones where you wouldn't put your life in danger. You know? Why? For clout, don't be dressing up like a bear for clout. Go back to, you know, Pull out the seat from your buddy when he's sitting down, you know, whoopee cushion. Get back to the whoopee cushion, you know, the little hand buzzer things. They don't electrocute you. But you remember the ones that just made the buzzing noise and spun and just kind of startled people a little bit when you shook their hand. Get back to those pranks, you know. The whoopee cushion is, I think, you can go viral with a whoopee cushion. You don't have to be putting your life at risk for the sake of fame and fortune, all right? Get back to, I don't know, what are other good, TPing? Go throw some toilet paper in a tree. That's fun. Your neighbor wakes up, guess who's got to clean it up? They do. Unless they catch you, and then you got to clean it up. <laughs> so keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> go throw some pumpkins in the road, you know what I mean? Go smash pumpkins. That's a good prank. It's a little destructive, but, you know, do it after Halloween. Just don't be smashing pumpkins before Halloween. November 1st, smash every single pumpkin you can find. But, uh, you know, not before Halloween. Anyway, hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. I hope we had some fun. Uh, what's coming up? You already know. we got Thursday, the 23rd, December. This Thursday, Flint, Michigan, Blackstone Smokehouse. Let's go. I'll be in Detroit uh, that Sunday, too, on the 26th at Detroit Shipping Company. JoeKellyComedy.com has all that info, all that fun stuff. Hey, thanks for checking it out, everybody. I'm fucking rambling through this shit. I don't really know what I'm talking about. Anyway, thanks for checking out. I appreciate you. Hey, do me a favor, all right? Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. I'll catch you around real soon. Later. <laughs> <laughs>